Success in life and business is really rarely achieved by doing it on your own. So the help of others to expand, get our message out there, get further ahead in life, be it personal or professionally, does really always boil down to the people that you can get to help and assist you in doing so. Uh, can you do it on your own? Sure, it's a, a harder, slower, and most more ineffective way. So in this particular tip and hint that I have, it's, it's really what I'm gonna be talking about is how to effectively get referrals. Now, for so many years, I just struggled with understanding effectively how to do it. You know, I've been involved in businesses like the gyms, for example, the gyms I train out, like a big chain gym, you get an SMS, and the only time you get any kind of customer care is when they're asking for something to start with. And the big issue with that is that I'm not really feeling that special, I'm not really feeling uh, in great gratitude or grateful to the facility. How my experience has been is I, I pay my gym fee, I get to use the facility, I, fear it's a fair, I, I feel it's a fair exchange for what I'm paying, for what I'm getting, right? You get the point? Uh, I don't feel like there's been any check-in calls, there's no emails going, hey, we really value as a client, I don't get any letters in the mail saying, really appreciate your service, is a way we can help you even better, none of that. But I get an SMS saying, hey, refer two of your friends for the month of March, and if you uh, do so and they sign up, we'll give you additional month membership, uh, whip the fucking do. <laughs> um, or go on the draw to win a mountain bike, whip the fucking do. So... I'm not feeling any way, shape or form compelled to do anything because I'm not feeling really thankful towards that particular business. And that leads me to, I guess the point, my first point is that if you're not feeling that the service you're using or there's, you don't feel like you've been looked after uh, and I'm not just talking about maybe results, I'm talking about you can tell that business truly cares about you as a client. Uh, you know, you might not have lost the weight you want to lose, you might, but, but you feel really grateful, you feel really thankful for being part of the team, the community, the, the, the contact, the effort they go to to really try to make your life better, um, knowing that maybe you haven't done your bit to get the results. You get the point. So when I look at how to best ask for referrals because, like I said, I just had no really idea. I just copied what I saw other businesses do. And I'm not sure why I expected it to work for my business when it didn't work for me when they were asking me. So that got me to lead to think about, well, how do you do this more effectively? What are some of the human desires and traits that would actually get someone to recommend the service that I'm providing out of their own goodwill to start with? Something that they'd go, I'd be happily to, uh, to recommend create PT Wealth or whatever the business may be because my experience has been so positive with or being without asked for a referral. However, in, uh, in the case of looking at a more structured process for asking referrals, and in my opinion, unless you do this effectively, you really are costing your business a lot of money. So I believe all of our businesses, me, our include, we could all do this better. So what I want to share with you is a key a magic phrase that helps to get this now to get better at this and the words is could you do me a favor well it's a favor is what we're going to be looking at now when people say to me oh, what do you do with referrals do you offer like money do you offer gifts and I go, all that stuff's great all that stuff's fantastic but you're missing the point 
The point is, is that why does someone want to recommend you in the first place? Like I just gave you the example, there was a chance for me to get a mountain bike or get a month membership, but I still didn't feel compelled to actually, you know, give a referral because I wasn't in some kind of thankfulness for that particular business. I wasn't feeling grateful. Uh, so because of I didn't just didn't feel that gratitude towards them because I, I didn't feel like I was being looked after. So it wouldn't have matter what they said. For some people it might be somebody, oh, I really love a mountain bike. I just love stuff. So I'll, 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 I'll give up my friend's details and names just the chance to win a bike. Most people won't do it. And so the wording is, is that could you do me a small favor? That's the wording when you're going to ask for a referral. And normally the response to that is an automatic yes. Because again, we're talking about talking to the subconscious. Even if you get a, a you know conditional yes, it might be you, know, you might have the odd person go, yeah. Well, it depends on what you're asking me first. Uh, but mostly, 99% of the times, people go, yeah, sure. Especially if you've got that good relationship with them. Now, I've seen that there's three main reasons that people just don't you know, ask for referrals. One, they just can, they're lazy, and by lazy, man, they probably don't take their business too seriously. They don't, they don't invest time in educating themselves. They do the bare minimum. They don't read books. They don't attend courses. They don't get coaching and all that stuff. So if you're listening to this, I think we can easily cancel that out. Number two is I just don't know when to ask. When is an appropriate time to ask? And I've got many different ways to set this up. One thing I used to like to do was I used to like, uh, at the very start of someone signing up, explain that once they uh, proceed with the, with the service, uh, when, what I'm going to do is in about a month's time, I'm going to be, I'm going to be asking, uh, not now, I'm going to be asking at that period of time, you know, if they, if they know someone that would like to receive the same kind of service benefits and impact that uh, they're about to experience, understanding that they haven't gone through it yet, so it's going to be a bit premature to ask for a referral. Uh, however, what I'll already start to do on that early stage is get them to think about someone that may be an appropriate fit. So... You know, hey, I'd like to, like, you know, and I could tell from their body language, they go, oh, you've got some of mine, haven't you? And they go, yeah, go, look, I'm not, I'm not interested in asking for the details now. Uh, however, in a month's time, once you've had a good chance to experience a service, then uh, what I'll be doing is, uh, you know, asking again the question about referral. So I've really put in their mind that that's something that will be happening. Uh, and that's up to me as a business to provide outstanding service, to over-deliver on what I promise. So that's the first step that I do. Uh, with a new client is really set up that expectation and start to plant the seed. And so they're going to be well aware of it and already start to think about it. So between the time they start in a month, two months, whatever it may be, uh, they know that that's part of how our business becomes successful. Look, our business really thrives on word of mouth, success stories. So, you know, our plan for you is to be another one of those success stories on our website, Banners, face, whatever it may be, we, as we talked about, you're going to be that next success story. So that's already planting those seeds. Now, the way our business, like I said, thrives is by word of mouth. So once you've had an experience with us, then what we normally generally find is most people that are, have had a good experience with us, what most people do is they will then have someone that they know already that they would like to recommend that they would also like to experience the same level of success or experience that you're that that you had while using our service, and so I've done a good job up front of explaining that. So that's that bit, uh, and that's covering. Don't know when or what's the right time to ask. If if we just now go, well, look, oh, there's a bunch of clients that I've currently got that I haven't effectively done referral campaigning with. 
then we move on to the next bit, and that is how to ask. So they're the three main reasons. People go, I'm not really sure when to ask, or then the next part is how to ask. And what is an actual good time to do that? Now, in my experience, and I just talked about it earlier at the start, my experience of going to the gym, just feeling like a number, being asked to do something where I really didn't feel thankful towards the business. I didn't really feel compelled. It was just, I was felt like I paid for a service. I was rocking up, using silly, and that's where the relationship was. So not, 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 had no burning desire to go and recommend that particular gym to my friends and go, hey, you want to get out here and train? It's excellent. You pay your fee, you walk in, they don't say good 80 on the way in, or they don't say the way of the way, but it's a fantastic facility. You know, you come and train and, you know, all that stuff. Like, I'm not going to be, I wasn't going to be raving about that place. So the best time to ask is when a person is happy. Obviously. So you've had an experience when you've got clients that are just going, I feel so amazing. I'm sleeping better. The pain's gone. I can actually fit into those pants. You know, I went out and bought, bought a dress and I had to get two dress size smaller. I can really see the benefits of what we're doing together. And they're thanking you. That's what they're doing. That's, that's that gratitude. Now they feel like they owe you something. That's the psychology of it. So when someone's in a state of feeling thankful, they're appreciative of the work that you've done with them to get them a result because it's had an impact in their life, right? In some of the examples that I've just said, pain-free, uh, the first time in ages they can actually, you know, bend over to the shoes up without their back killing them, you know, or they have a good night's sleep because the shoulder pain's gone or, you know, they're on the scales and the weight's gone down and they're feeling more confident. You know, friends are commenting on how great they are looking, you know, They've had to reduce their, you know, their, their dress sizes, whatever it may be. They're thanking you for that. Now, that's the time to ask them. Now, that's the, that's the perfect time. Again, if you're asking people just ad hoc when they're not in that state, will they sometimes still refer? Yeah, and they will. If they're, if they're really indebted to the service, they really love it, you guys do. But the best time is when you are having that one-on-one conversation with somebody and they're thanking you for... Uh, the way they're feeling or experiencing. So it can be also something you bring up. So someone may be thanking you and on the flip side, you might go, hey, Jane, did you realize that from the last eight weeks to now that your body measurements are boom, 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 boom. So that could be in a consult. That could be in a, uh, a testing phase where you're looking at how they've improved, how they come and their experience. And then you can bring that to mind about the things that you've achieved. Because again, people can forget. So you can also bring that up at certain times when you're doing those check-ins, testings, hey, when you first started, you couldn't even do two push-ups. Now you're doing 30, you know, how does that make you feel? And so you can, you can then also, you know, bring to mind that side of it as well. However, you know, you get the point that the time to ask is when someone's really feeling happy, they're feeling grateful, they're thanking you in some shape or form for the work you've done together. Now, the way then is then the next part is then, okay, that's the timing. So that's when to ask, the how to ask. And the way that I would really recommend, I've seen great success with is, you wouldn't happen to know that would be the structure of the sentence, right? So first thing first, you would start by going, you, you couldn't do me a small favor, could you? After hearing all that, again, we said the immediate response is gonna be yeah, sure. Uh, even a conditional yes will be, yeah, depending what it is, either way, you've got the yes. You go, then the next part is to go, you wouldn't happen to know and by saying you, would, you wouldn't happen to know, it's putting a bit of a challenge down. It's actually someone, you know, you're actually saying, yeah, well, you wouldn't happen to know. It's like, there's that part of, again, the subconscious go, yeah, I'd know somebody. 
that's the initial response is going, yeah, yeah, I do. So that's how that part works. And then you're going just one person because just one person, it's very easy. It's very simple. It's a very simple request. Uh, it'll also help them bring to mind somebody and hone in and narrow in on somebody that they, they're thinking of. So, so you go, don't suppose you could do me a small favor? The answer would be yes. You wouldn't happen to know just one person, someone just like you, uh, that way, we're also helping narrowing in on the ideal client that would benefit from. Then, of course, you would go into the benefits of what they just thank you for. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't happen to know just one person, someone just like you who could benefit from experiencing what you just have. So experiencing, you know, they've struggled to lose weight, uh, they've been battling with pain, Blah, 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 all the benefits that that makes it so clear for them to hone in and think about someone that is just like them. And it helps them, their brain hone in and instead of going, oh, do you know somebody? Oh, that question, do you know somebody? If you go, oh, do you know someone who'd like to use our service? The brain just goes crazy. You go, oh, let me think. The brain just goes boom to everybody I know. When you go, you wouldn't have to know somebody, just one person, just like you. Just like me, it makes that subconscious very easy to go whoop and hone in on it. Who would benefit from? And so they were qualifying that person in their mind who would be an ideal person. After you do that, you just go quiet. So you stop talking, just shut the hell up. What will happen is either their body language will change and you'll be able to tell that they've thought of somebody. At that point, what I personally like to do is go, don't worry, I'm not looking for their details or their name or anything just, just now. And the reason I do that is because I, I want to make sure that this process is done effectively. So first thing I can tell, they've got the person. Some people just go, yep, John, or they'll just spit it out. Yeah, absolutely. Mary would love that. John would love that. For other people, they're going, yeah, I've got the person, but then I'm not sure yet just yet if I'm going to give out their details. So that's when you say, don't worry. Again, remember the don't worry, this helps people to relax. I'm not looking for their details just now. So we're taking this step by step and slowly. At that point, uh, what we can start to do then is find out when they'll next see that particular person. Uh, even before that, what I would tend to say is, but who were you just thinking about? So no, I'm not going to ask for their details, but who were you just thinking about? And you've got someone in mind, right? And they'll go, yeah. So it looks like you've got someone in mind. They'll go, yeah. Go, all right. This takes the pressure off them to, you know, come forward with it just at this point. So next bit is then to find out when they will next see that person. So you would say, uh, you, you couldn't do me another, you know, another small favor. Uh, they'll go, yes, because I've already said yes to one. So the wording is, you, you know, could, could you do me another further, just small favor? Or you could word it anything like that, you know, further favor, could you? They'll go, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next time you see Mary, could you just share with her what it was like doing business with me? And so at that point there, we've instructed them the, the bit by bit, and we're setting it up. We've qualified somebody in their mind. We're now looking at a more structured process for when they're going to actually see this person. We've given them a clear direction about, hey, when you next see Mary, you wouldn't mind sharing with her what it was like to do business with me? They go, yep. 
the next part of that than your instructors and, and just see if she would be perhaps open-minded about talk, taking a phone call from me to see if I can help her in the same way I helped you. Pretty straightforward, right? So you've given that, that, client, that clear set of instructions. So that's that part. Next, then you'd go, would it be okay if I give you a call next week or when we, I see you next week in our session to find out how the chat with Mary went? Of course, then it's going to be, yeah, absolutely. We've got some structure around it. You've got permission from them. Then you'd rather see them next week in the session, or if they weren't there next week, then you could call. So you would then call, of course, you would, you know, in the session before you started, of the time that you arranged, then you would follow up. Now, here's the other part that uh, I, I find fascinating interesting. The way that you would do that is instead of saying, oh, hey, did you speak to so-and-so? What you would do is you would structure this, the next sentence part and saying, hey, uh, Brad, I'm guessing you didn't get a chance to chat with Mary about. Da, 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 da. At that point, they're rather going to be as a person of their word because they've given you that they did. That's what they were going to do. They, they agreed to it. So as a person of their word, they're going to rather be very proud to say that they did. And the result is X, Y, Z. Uh, Mary's referral is willing to have that conversation or not. Either way, they've, they're going to tell you. Or they're going to feel a little bit embarrassed about it and they'll go on to explain to you uh, that they didn't do it and they're also going to promise that they're going to complete the introduction because they're a person of their word. The, the magic of this, the real powerful part that I learned is that what we're actually doing is just slowing the process down but you're speeding up a more positive and productive outcome. See, so many people just try to go, oh, do a referral. I know I'm going to do referrals. I just stick out a referral email or ask for referrals, get the name and email, uh, to have very unqualified people, calling people that aren't expecting you to call. And it just can be a, a, a total waste of time, to be honest. Uh, again, getting leads is one thing, getting qualified leads uh, with some strategic planning around it is way more powerful. So at this point, what's gonna happen is you're gonna then have conversations with people who expect your call for firstly, are looking forward to the chat with you and they're very grateful for it. And these people will become potential qualified future customers. Why? Because there's a third person connection. So there's myself, there's Mary, and then there's the, uh, the referral. So there's a third person connection. So I'm not a complete stranger. Mary's had the chat. She's explained her experience of working with me. She's heard all about it. There's been permission uh, made for me to contact this person, which means they're expecting me to call. And because of that, that's a way better approach than just trying to get someone's name, email address, because you're giving away something for free, you're giving someone a ticket to the movies or cash. I guarantee you that if you would apply this method in your business and do it consistently and regularly, then the success of your business will grow dramatically. Now, if you're not tracking how many customers that you get or clients come in from referrals, you need to. And I'm not saying the word should, I'm saying you need to. It's you know, like track how many people are coming in from your business from referrals and then see what's my current structure or process for getting those referrals. And for most part, people go, oh, just, just when they come in, just when my clients you know, recommend me to somebody. Imagine now, 12 months time, that you implemented this strategy and instead of leaving it to hope that every month 
that you had certain clients that were happy seeing your praises that you could be having an additional let's just be conservative every month say you had an additional five five to ten conversations with people who are way more qualified expect your call excited to have the call because of the process was just taught wouldn't that change the direction the success of your business now five to ten calls additional referrals coming in every month that's anywhere between you know 70 to 120 or 140 you know 120 every, every year how many of those people would you need to convert for that to be a big increase in success in your business you know if you had 100 referrals come in a year 80 chats you know actual people on the phone to convert 30 40 new clients from that one method how would your business look what would your life be like income wise uh, predictability in your business how would you be feeling about the direction of your business then and the predictability of it I'm assuming that the feeling if you're getting the sense right now that I've I got when I got onto this and started to experiment with it and use it would be just such a, a an overwhelming sense of you know success uh, 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 clear prediction of the future uh, certainty and confidence that the business has a real clear pathway and a real clear avenue for building the business based on a clear and effective referral campaign method. All right, so you've been given some information, been given some resources and tools to really have this applied in your business to make a difference. It's now up to you to really go in and, and make the time, put it, put this into place because otherwise, like uh, Mark Twain said, a person who uh, can read but won't is no better off than the person who can't. So you've been given some methods, techniques have been proven to work. It's not just made up. It's been proven time and time again for those who use it to be effective. Now it's up to you to really allow yourself to implement your business and have a huge impact on not only the success of your business, the money you can increase and uh, lifestyle it creates for you, but also the amount of people you can help and impact uh, as well by getting this part of your business sorted.